Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. Over the years, I met many times at different parties and events and fundraisers in Palm Beach, Florida, one of the most famous singers in the world, Vic Damone. Well, he passed away, and we have his daughter who has the same name, Vic Damone, but it's Victoria Damone. And she is a leader with One Share Health. And to tell you a little bit about Victoria Damone, she is Executive Vice President of Strategic Partnerships for One Share Health, a faith-based ministry. She is responsible for introducing, aligning, bringing together mutually beneficial partners to support One Share Health. And why don't we start out talking about your father? And I just mentioned to the general manager of ESPN Radio in Buffalo, New York, about how Frank Sinatra said that Vic Damone had the best pipes in the business. And that was from (laughs) the legend um, from Old Blue Eyes. So let's talk about your dad. Uh, What a tremendous talent. Uh, He was sort of a tough guy, but compassionate guy for my dealings with him and a very intelligent man. So let's talk about your father, Vic Damone. Oh, well, that was a very lovely introduction. Thank you, Brian. Oh, you're welcome. Um, Well, first of all, my dad really um, was uh, a very special human being. I suppose that's uh, what you say when you have a very special dad, but he really was a very special man, and he really um, treasured his friends, and you were one of them. And so I thank you for his the friendship that you had with him. And so Dad was a very complicated guy. He's um, still alive in my heart, of course, but uh, there was a lot of um, misperceptions, I think, about him and also the industry that he was a part of, because uh, I I think that what you end up uh, what ends up happening when you're an entertainer is that you really treasure your privacy. And Dad was always a very private guy. And Brian, you probably know this about him. He really wasn't the guy that needed to be front and center. Um, 
No, he, he uh, privately he was very quiet at social events right. I was at with Mr. and Mrs. Castle in Palm Beach. He was sort of very quiet and to himself. He was not outgoing right. at events I was with him at. No, he really liked. Um, he always kind of had a um, very humble, uh, not to be boastful uh, demeanor about him, and. I think it resonated throughout his entire professional career. He he really wasn't the guy that had to be front and center, the the biggest star. He had humble beginnings in Brooklyn, New York, as you know, and and I think that that kind of set the stage for him for the rest of his life. Now, uh, he had great um, he he was very confident in his craft, and most definitely felt that he was giving his all when he would do a concert or he would was recording an album um but i think the thing that people unfortunately didn't get a chance to really see with him is really what a loyal and faithful friend he was um he's taught my sisters and i and my brother who's since passed away so much about life and how how god and spirituality and i'm a christian so uh, and he was as well, but he was also following along with the Baha'i faith, um, and that's another long story. But basically, he just was a really—he had a lot of soul connection with with individuals, be it um, President Trump, um, it could be a senator, a president. Um, he was close with many uh, legislators, but he also felt a real affinity for the individual who may be serving dinner at a restaurant that he was attending, or the usher in a um, at a different theater he was performing in he he really saw every human being as um, a treasured soul and uh, I, I think that my sisters and I now uh, looking back that was something that we really took away from from him as part of his legacy is is that he just had a real affinity for every human being and their struggle. Uh, so that's that's those are some nuggets. <laughs> now I I knew yeah. he he liked golf, and um, oh, yeah. and he and uh, the, the last few years of his life I've heard him sing a little bit maybe five or ten years before he passed, um, but uh, he was a great showman. Uh, but he as you said he started from humble beginnings. Tell us how he started in this career to become one of the most famous singers of the world. Uh, tell about your dad, Vic Damone. Okay, well, uh, he was born in New York, in Brooklyn, in 1928, and my grandfather uh, had been injured. So my dad actually had to go to work at uh, Paramount Theater, and he became a usher and an elevator operator there in Manhattan. And he really sought out Perry Como. Perry Como was really the pivotal person in Dad's career to launch it. He he was the mentor, the friend, um, the adopted dad, if you will, mm-hmm. that really helped Dad um, kind of get the confidence he needed. So he he held hostage Perry Como in a in an elevator and uh, asked if it would be all right to sing you know for him so he could say if he had any. Uh, talent and Mr. Como uh, 
uh, listened patiently and actually did think that he did, and he helped shepherd him into the industry with various um, entertainment venues, and hence my my brother, who since passed away, Perry, was named after Perry Como. So that that was really how Dad got into the industry, and he had various television shows and uh, appeared on uh, several different um, television shows hosted by other individuals, such as like Judy Garland. But uh, I think the highlight of his life was the everyday going to the golf course and coming home and having pasta. I mean, that was really his deal. He loved, he was a homebody. Mm-hmm. I think a perfect day for dad was going to the golf course, having um you know, being with his friends on the golf course, and he would be home in time for dinner and and watch uh, his favorite show was uh, was most oftentimes Fox News. Mm-hmm. He really enjoyed, especially the last years when um, I was living with him in Florida. Uh, his his wife had passed away uh, the last year prior before he died, and um, we were together pretty much twenty four seven. And his routine was to watch Fox News and watch John Wayne movies and he was just a real homebody Mm -hmm. and I think that the years of being on the road Brian really made him tired you Mm -hmm. know he was he was 89 when he passed away and he had been doing this since he was 15 16 years old and God bless my grandmother but his mother got him started in the industry by teaching him how to sing at a very early age so we were blessed with uh, with his talent, all of us. Well, a very gifted man. Uh, not not bad for coming from an elevator operator. And I know a few <laughs> years before he passed, CBS this morning did a very nice piece. And I know the Castles and I enjoyed it uh, very much. And uh, but he was very charming. Uh, I was with him at a lot of parties uh, with a lot of uh, U.S. senators, and uh, a very charming, intelligent man. For those who've just tuned in, you're listening to The Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding recent guests, uh, Sheriff Tim Howard, U.S. Congressman Tom Reed, and the woman who hosts the Flavor of Poland series nationally on PBS. So we thank you for listening. Next week we have an interesting program with Richard Earle whose grandfather designed the Corvette and all the cars with the fins in the 1950s. And we'll have the grandson of the famous Harley Earl on this program. You may remember those TV ads about Harley Earl with all the um, remarkable, interesting uh, cars of the 1950s and 60s. ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. Western New Yorkers love their traditions and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. A little bit more information about Victoria Damone, daughter of the famous 
singer Vic Damone. She was the second employee to join OneShare Health and has been with them since inception. Today, OneShare Health has over 219 employees and close to 50,000 members nationally. She has been in the health benefits arena for close to 17 years. Our guest today, Victoria Damone. Let's talk about your position as Executive Vice President of Strategic Partnerships for OneShare Health. Tell us about what you do, Victoria Damone. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, really, I I look at different people and, and organizations that are like-minded with OneShare Health, and we're a faith-based ministry organization, and since we provide health care options to individuals and families, uh, there's, there's a core essence of who, who we are here that we, we really want to do right by our members and uh, each individual that's a part of this community at OneShare Health is is really welcomed, and we we consider the way we handle individuals uh, with white glove treatment. Our CEO and all the executive staff here uh, are really focused on trying to be the best healthcare sharing ministry in the industry. But we we look at uh, what we do as a uh, a service a a, a mission to help others and we partner with different organizations that uh, would be like-minded such as the Tim Tebow Foundation and uh, the Emmett Smith Foundation so we really try to give back to communities and other organizations with our time in volunteering and money that we can um, share with them it, it's all about trying to pay it forward and service people very good. Now, this is a faith-based ministry. Tell us what right. type of spiritual support that you give uh, with OneShare Health um, throughout the country. What do you stand for? Well, we, we, we stand on uh, basically values that we think are very important. We, we try to tailor our programs, which are health care programs, to their needs. Uh, with high, the highest uh, standard of integrity that we can, and and hopefully they're very innovative. And we look at what we do is a, a teamwork effort here. And and actually, since we spoke last, we are close to 300 employees. Oh, good. So we're growing very quickly, and uh, we have a statement of beliefs that are basically the the questions that a member would subscribe to, that they would are, would agree that they are like minded in. So we, we believe that there's authority in the scripture and, and there's dignity in every human being. And we believe that there's religious rights and the, the right to worship God in freedom. And we believe that sharing with people, which is uh, the membership dues, go into basically a pool to pay out uh, expense sharing requests, which is basically would be if we were an insurance product, which we are not, uh, that would be a claim, but we are not insurance. So that's, uh, that's, we believe that sharing together in the costs associated with healthcare needs is very important. And we believe that we should be accountable and live a healthy living. So, we, and we believe in the power of prayer. So those are the sort of the statement of beliefs that help, uh, wireframe who we are and our members would have to agree to. But, those principles are, are probably very common in many households 
where we, we take care of each other, a community of sorts. And we have a pastor on staff here. Uh, we're very hands-on. So that's, that's very special in our industry. Now, when your father was ill um, after your stepmother passed, uh, you said that he uh, believed in God. Was there uh, a strong spirituality uh, towards the end of his life uh, that you witnessed? I think it was pretty consistent, Brian, all the way through his life. Um, he memorized prayers and would say them without looking at a book. He would be able to recite a prayer without uh, without seeing or reading anything. And he believed that God saw everything. In fact, he would laugh and say, sometimes God is Italian. <laughs> and so he really believed that God could see everything. And at the very end, I was his health, his healthcare surrogate at the hospital when he was in ICU. And I don't know if I ever told you the story of Pre- about President Trump calling. No, at the I hospital. haven't heard this. Uh, I know that they yeah. lived, what, eight blocks away from each other in Palm Beach, Florida? Right. And yeah. we had been friends for decades. And uh, President Trump called. We, we have a very dear friend of the family, Harold and Robin Perenboom. When dad was in ICU in Miami, uh, Harold found a way to get in touch with President Trump to let him know that Dad was very sick, because they were very close, going back decades. Mm -hmm. And the Sunday before uh, President Trump's State of the Union address, his very first one, he called my mobile number. Mm -hmm. He spent about 15 minutes with me in the evening going over what Dad's prognosis was, and it was very dire. And then I walked into Dad's uh, ICU room and put the phone up to his ear and let him talk to President Trump. And I thought that was a, a really special moment because it was a very chaotic time for the president. And to take, you know, almost an hour out of his time to want to know how dad was doing. And he actually thought about coming down to the hospital just to see dad and say goodbye. But uh, it, it I didn't think it was the greatest idea just because Dad had been in the hospital for about a month. But Dad listened to him, and after uh, he finished with Dad, and I, mm-hmm. I didn't actually hear their phone call, uh, I could see tears coming down my dad's face. Wonderful. And he, it was amazing. It really was the most amazing encounter. So he had very loyal friends, and uh, not just, you know, obviously President Trump, but very very decent, loyal people like yourself that were um, in his life for a long time, and, and he just, he would do anything for them. He really would. And at the end of his life, I think he, he knew that the time was close by, and he had two devoted individuals in his life that stayed by his side all the time, which were his nurses, mm-hmm. and they became like family to us. I, I feel we were really blessed with him for a long while. Yeah. Well, he was a gifted, uh, talented uh, singer, and I said, um, Sinatra said he had the best pipes in the business, a uh, very charming man. I was very fortunate to be at many uh, dinner and cocktail parties for charities with your father and your late uh, stepmother, and he was a, uh, a great uh, artist, a great singer, and we're fortunate to have on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520 his daughter with the same name. Victoria Damone, Vic Damone, 
with us today on the Rusk Report. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, New York, or Montreal, or Washington, D.C., to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. This station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand, and we'd like to hear from you. A little bit more information about Victoria Damone. Prior to working for One Share Health, Victoria Damone started her insurance career working for TPA. She was the National Client Relationship Manager for Amwins, the largest insurance wholesaler in the world, representing a $12 billion company. Victoria has sat on both the Children's Diabetes Foundation and the Alzheimer's Foundation Board. Victoria Damone, Executive Vice President of Strategic Partnerships for One Share Health and daughter of the legendary singer who I was very lucky to meet many times, Vic Damone. Let's talk a little bit about how you introduce uh, bringing together mutually beneficial partners to support One Share Health. Well, um, really, we, we have to build a relationship. Everything is based on relationships and trust. And there are some wonderful organizations that we're looking at uh, pursuing aligning with. Right now, there's um, health-minded needs for our consumers, our members. And that's kind of my priority right now, um, heart uh, juvenile diabetes, anything that would be content that would be aligning with our uh, our our strategy to get our members into a healthy environment and a wellness initiative. So, right now, my priority is is to align with legislators that are impacting our healthcare landscape, and that's being led with our CEO and our leadership here along with myself, but uh, it's it's a village here. And then, of course, content to make sure that our members are getting real-time information that's going to be meaningful to their family and themselves. So it could be, it could be a, uh, a nugget of information that we share with our members, or it could be a another nonprofit organization such as Tim Tebow Foundation. So... Uh, we, it can take a lot of different forms and shapes with this role, and I, I love that. Uh, I've been very blessed that I can I can meander sort of in different directions and be sort of a chameleon depending on the audience and and the needs of of who we're supporting as well. Very good. Um, now I mentioned that you are the second employee to join One Share Health. And uh, you've been with them since the inception. Um, this is an amazing growth from zero to 300 employees. Uh, tell us why you've been so successful with that. I think that the key for us is we've been very focused on making sure that our programs are affordable and that they have the right components in them. And I think going back to sort of the leadership notion here of building these programs in an operation that's very hands-on. We, I think our success is, is that the American family needs options and the health, cost of health care, if you're not obtaining your health care from your employer, it's, it's prohibitively expensive. So 
it's not for everyone. Our model as a healthcare sharing ministry is not going to be for everyone, but we certainly have programs that that are uh, very good for a, a lot of people, and it speaks to, to individuals that are trying to take care of themselves and are relatively healthy, are looking for an affordable option, and I think that part of this as well is, is great leadership. We have an exceptional team here that is trying to shape making what we do a very meaningful community support here. We we really we really look at every angle of healthcare as also mind, body and spirit and and that's a, a, a wonderful attribute for our members. Let's get back to your dad, Vic Damone. Again, he did a lot for charities. Uh, it's very touching, the story of Donald Trump uh, calling him when he was uh, very ill. Um, it showed that the president is very caring um, and he cared about your father. But let's talk about the legacy that uh, famous singer Vic Damone leaves to our world. What is his legacy? Wow, that's a tough one, Brian, because for a daughter, he leaves the legacy of love and kindness and a wonderful dad and leader of our family. But as a performer, we as a family are blessed to know that we can listen to him and hear him and, you know, look at YouTube videos and several movies that he was in and and look at that and see him live. But it. I hope his legacy is that he was a good friend and a kind soul, and he had a great talent. And he kept his friends, and he was very loyal. I hope his legacy encompasses all that. Wonderful. Uh, We have about two minutes left on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Um, With the health benefits arena that you were involved with for 17 years, what significant changes did you see, Victoria Damone? I think, Brian, that the landscape for healthcare is a moving target. I think that with the ACA changes and the possibility of a one-payer system, it, it's going it, to, people need choices. They, there needs to be competition in the marketplace. And I, I truly believe that our physicians, our doctors, our healthcare systems, uh, the providers that are caring for our families, I think it's very important that an individual and a family feel that they have choices out there. And it's important for us as a healthcare sharing ministry organization to to provide options that are going to be meaningful to individuals to look at. And that makes me nervous that that could be taken away from us as a community of people in, in America. So I do believe that uh, options and competitiveness in the marketplace are very important. Very good. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. We've learned a great deal from Victoria Damone, Executive Vice President of Strategic Partnerships for One Share Health. She's located in Fort Worth, Texas. Also, we salute the legacy of her great father, who I was fortunate to meet many times with Marianne and John Castle in Palm Beach, Florida. 
the legendary singer Vic Damone, who started as an elevator operator, and we heard the story of befriending Perry Como and rising to the top of the music industry worldwide. Thank you for enlightening us about your career with One Share Health, Victoria Damone, and special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the past 15 years. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.